Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to buy. Good morning, it's Patty Wilson in Patty's Playhouse. That's our new promo. That'll wake you up. <laughs> Happy 11 a.m. Even on a Saturday. Isn't that great? It's good. It's fun. It's well funny. Interesting. Gives us our message. Right. Makes you want to listen. Right. Be like, what in the... It's I funny mean, stuff. Makes me smile. It, the process of buying or selling a house is not always fun, but we try to make it fun. So... It's a great promo for that. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. And I was going to talk today, it just kind of ties about in. About fun? Yeah. About fun, about becoming a realtor. Mm. We get a lot of questions and a lot of, do you think I should be a realtor? So I thought we'd talk about that. And then the best time of the year to buy a house, which is October. Then we'll talk mm. about why. Is that your thought on when the best time? No, it's Forbes. Okay. And NAR, I verified it. It's interesting because most homes that i bought have been in october huh this last one was one i did not i have a feeling i used to sell timeshare and they said the best time to sell timeshare was after the kids go back to school 
So like the September. That's when oh, the people with true money now they're well, true money go on vacation. Mm. You know, they don't have kids. They don't have as much debt. You know, summer's mainly for families, but the real buyers come out September, October, November. Interesting. So I could see that. Yeah. I mean, we're already so, selling homes through March, though. So. Well, I mean, little inventory mm-hmm. out there. So, so, so why that. does Forbes say that well, that is the best time? We'll talk about that. Oh, I, don't know. So you, I don't know. I mean, we have to cliffhanger. Go this is like who shot Jr. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's really... Little flashback. We're definitely boomers on that. I think that, what is it, Yellowstone is very similar to Dallas. I have not watched Yellowstone yet. Yeah. Then we can converse. Yeah. I I do not know enough to be... Hmm. To give it my critique. So I'm Patty Wilson. I'm a real estate agent. That's Scott Cowart, my business partner and co-host. He's also a real estate agent. I am, in fact. Our number is 850-656-0009 if you have any questions or... Any feedback on our promo or want your house sold or want to... Or just want to hear our promo again. <laughs> or you want to buy a house or invest. Or sell one. Yeah, there's some investment opportunities right now. They're few and far between. But there are Correct. some. I think commercial is going to be a big investment opportunity coming up. There's, Don't you? Yeah, and there's definitely people starting to look. So yeah. I, th- I think for sure if you were thinking of expanding a practice or having one where you needed um, the four walls and a roof, then now might be a good time considering there's a lot on the market. There is a lot on the market. It's not speaking. just here. It's right. everywhere. Yeah. Commercially speaking. Because people are kind of uh, tightening up their belts for one and then working remotely. I think it may get a little better, uh, better meaning for those who are looking for commercial space because – I think as people are learning to do things differently and they're still contracting their businesses, I think that, that was the word. Honestly, I feel like it's going to get less where people are going in and working more working at home. So homes and people are looking for larger homes in order to work from home. And then I think businesses are looking to scale down as a result. That'd I be think my so guess. Too. And investment properties, tenant investment, residential aren't moving. No. So right now, a whole segment of society can't really do anything with their property. So when that's done, there's going to be even a bigger boom in the market. So that'll be fun. Fun for us. Not so much for the tenants. As long as interest rates stay. And then, so I was looking, I was thinking my daughter was going to buy a house, but they chose to rent when Mm -hmm. she gets home to get settled, which we'll talk about in a minute. But pre-foreclosures, you can look on Zillow. These are people that have missed more than two payments. They're on Zillow? Even if... They're, it's, they're on that moratorium where they can't be foreclosed upon until the end of the year, right? Yeah, it doesn't mean that it's not but pre-foreclosure. the numbers are really increasing. Wow. So we could talk about that, too. That's interesting. It's interesting considering how busy the real estate market is. And I've had closings the last couple of days, and they have a new COVID form in when you're closing that mm-hmm. speaks to if you know, you've been affected by COVID. Oh, and, yeah? Yeah, and so that... You can be affected by anything else, but if you're affected by COVID, that you're now signing saying that you're still going to make the payment, that at this point in time, oh, everything is solid So it's a and bank good. form. It's a bank form, too. Last two that I've had. So we had one today for the one that uh, LJ has been working oh. on, and then we had Yesterday. the one I sold on Blue Heron. So I noticed the form and then the way that they discuss it. It's just very interesting. So- you can get the flu, you can come down with anything else, but you will not be protected by the COVID. 
Not with the now not ongoing. with a not with a new mortgage. And they were two different lenders. Two different lenders. Wow. Correct. Because one I had the seller, the other I have the buyer. Yeah. So they so weren't even the same diff- lender. Yeah. Two different lenders. Mm, so that's what we're going to talk about today. If you don't get to hear us the whole way through this Saturday, you can listen to us as a podcast. We're on every podcast platform as Patty's Playhouse. All of them. Mm-hmm. Yep, you can go back a whole four years. Goodness. There's a whole bunch of stuff. And we've talked about becoming a realtor and what that looks like. So I've been getting a lot of questions. Why, I had a nice conversation today. Why do you think are getting a lot of questions? Because people because see the, there's, the houses are selling, houses are selling. Should I dip in and get my license? Can I sell houses? Would I be good, Patty? What does that look like? Can I quit my job? Should I go part-time? Can I be? So we talk about referral. But that's what I thought. We'll dig deep into the should I be a realtor conversation. Right, because I have to tell you, it is not it is not as easy as sitting back and watching those that are successful or seemingly successful mm-hmm. um it is not the same thing mm-hmm. at all no i've had four requests this week wow that's a lot which i think is great yeah i mean for those and if you're set up and you have i mean it's just like any starting any business it doesn't matter if you're gonna invest in because a sign a company or a real estate company you have to have money it is a business. I mean, what's the cheapest school? Real Estate Express is the least expensive school. Is that the one you should go to? Probably, probably not. Probably not. You should probably go to the real estate school here in town. I don't know if they're even doing classes proper anymore. Well, that one agent I spoke to last night, I'm not sure who she teaches with locally, but she was doing an in-person class. Interesting. It's good that that's happening because they're, if it were me, I would not want to. I, I could pass it. I just would not want to take it because I learn better in person. I took 30 hours of my appraisal continuing ed over the weekend, which was three 10-hour days. Yeah, I feel like I took six of those hours <laughs> by standing in the office, and wow, I could not do that. No, but I it was nice be because it was streaming. It is so nice. So there was just... interaction, and that at the end, towards the end, you had 10 minutes, and he would bring to this. There was 184 people on Zoom taking this class. But honestly, continuing education is easier to do. In that format, in my opinion, yeah. because you've got a basis. But when you're learning the not basis something of something, new, I, couldn't have I, done it. I do not believe that it is. I have too many questions. Is, I do too. And I, I like to be to that know, person. And I like to know. But I like to be, I like to be involved. Yeah, it was in already it. a basis of learning. And the majority of the the challenges are in the USPAP, which is the guidelines class, which is the last day. So I completely concur with you. If it was a new course for me, that's better than trying to read the course. You know, just doing online and reading, going at your own pace versus in person. But I always think in person, being able to ask questions and mastermind with new other new agents. Like, where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you from? Like, and network together. There's a lot missed when and, you're taking it online. Typically, people are learning from the questions they're not asking so when you're in that environment i think it just stimulates more thought and i'm not good at the math part of it so i really need to hear the math imagine these kids that are going to school nowadays and you're just about to take calculus and you're at home that would be a struggle for you that would be okay for me because numbers are my thing but that would be a struggle i'd be like look where's home back I got an A in typing. That has been discontinued I about love, 20 my, years ago. My, I guess, what side of my With brain typing. works on? Because I'm a history English person. I'm not the, the exact opposite. Yeah, I'm not I'm that. science, math. I Thank God I was in class. And although I speak well and I can write an intelligent 
sentence, it is not my gig at all. See, I love yeah, diagramming not, a sentence. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's Jeff. He loves do, like I not my thing. I did like it. It's sad, but I liked it's it. One, I can still picture a sentence and I how you diagram it. Where to put the adverb? Anytime I had to write a a, a paper or uh, no, it just wasn't good for me. Like it that's is. what stresses me out. Yeah, it's it's tough when you're you need math to well, you need function. English too. I mean, I know most, not everybody believes that, <laughs> but you really do. <laughs> you should think about it. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We're going to talk about what's it like to be a realtor. Eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. Welcome back, Patty Wilson. We're talking about should I be a realtor? But for a quick second, I wanted to congratulate my daughter. She reenlisted in the army. I saw that. So congratulations to you, Molly. When she gets back from her tour of duty in Africa, she's going to be still work for the army full time in logistics. But as her reservist role, she's going to be a recruiter. Do we know they call when it counselor. she might be coming back? Mm-mm. No, she's not quarantining yet. No, she is not. Okay. And the person that is going to replace her sh- should start being in the process. And as I said that, I'm sure somebody's come up with this drink. I just thought <laughs> quarantine. quarantine. That's a good one. <laughs> but I'm sure somebody's done it. You don't have to text me. But if they haven't, text them. Maybe they should. <laughs> no, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, these people. There's there's a Tallahassee Cocktails mm. page. Well, there you have. We'll have to see if they have one on there because we should make it and have it as right. a test. But yeah, so kudos to Molly. One I mean, that you don't die She from loves the Army. She makes fun of me because I was Air Force, Chair Force, she calls it. But she loves the Army. She loves what it's done for her. So congratulations to you, Molly. Please do not deploy ever again. <laughs> like I just physically can't handle it. I'll be glad when this is over with. It's the election lot. time and people are a little bit more intense than they might normally be. And you just don't want to you know, be in a different hemisphere right now these covid times though i'm not hearing as much about the election as i feel like i did before i don't know if it's just me mm-hmm. you're or, busy well i am busy yeah. but i i also am not seeing as many commercials as i oh, feel like yeah, I, used I don't to. think so either on it, that it, it the commercials like don't. it doesn't seem heavily engaged but all i really watch is gavin and stacy and little house in the prairies so it's yeah. a little different that song came from Gavin and Stacey. I pretty much watched 90 Day Fiance <laughs> and Married at First Sight. Did you watch uh, Carol Baskin's Dancing with the Star? No, I did not. Did I recorded it. Off? I don't know. I recorded it. I know somebody got kicked I'm gonna off, but I don't know I'm going to watch it all at one who. time. I, don't I mean, know. I do need to watch her dance for sure. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be rich. I know. But so I will watch it. I mean, wanna... I will watch that. So how long have you been a realtor? Goodness. Uh, well, I took my test yeah, way long ago. Yeah. and but you didn't start selling. I didn't so. do anything. I mean, I literally nothing I, I was probably like the people you spoke to today because <laughs> i i mean i had a successful career and job and I, it was just to do i guess because i thought the same thing that i just said like, oh <laughs> look at me so no 
Um, not until 2016. We've known each other for four years. Right. So, so but I had gotten my so, life. Yeah, I mean, that. that was October, November, mm-hmm. like August, mm-hmm. I would say, would be about the time. And I got my license, I think it says 04. And I didn't start selling real estate till 07. So I only started selling in the crunch, the yeah. contraction. When things were drying up, that's when I just decided. Which is kind of Let's amazing. Well, that's kind of amazing when you think about it. But and I, what a, I'm but so what a grateful great, what a great I time did. To you do have, it. You know, there's the in sales because the first thing to be a realtor, you have to understand you're a salesperson. You can't physically Please, tie. You do nothing else. <laughs> you're a salesperson. You cannot sell someone else's house legally. You are selling the service to sell someone else's house and get them through the process. Last week we mentioned somebody lacks something. So that's our that's why we get paid a commission. They lack something. So we're here to help them through that. That's the commission side of it. You call it a fee, call it whatever you want. But that's why we get paid. But most people don't realize you got to sell your personality to that person so that they know you and trust you. I think that that is a very important uh, comment and statement. So when I tell people you're a salesperson, the reality is I cannot sell you any house you don't want. Mm-hmm. I, but on the listing side, I am a marketing person. I am to package this product that is not mine in the best way in order to get it sold through myself or through another agent. But most people think that opening the door and shutting the door or writing a contract is the salesmanship. It is not. That is not where you are a salesman. That's where you're an order taker. It is completely different than what most see as real estate because they're typically on the buyer side more so than the selling side. And on the selling side, I think that they don't realize how much is involved. No. I'm shaking my head. But you are selling yourself more than anything. And I was very blessed to work for Turner Heritage Homes, which is no longer... Now it's Turner Legacy out in Dustin. And they took me under their little wing and then showed me how to. I had sold timeshare. I had sold cars. But they told me, flip a switch, learn how to sell a house. And I was very lucky, even though there weren't a lot of homes to sell, to be able to do that, to learn the actual process from you bring somebody in, you introduce yourself. How do I talk to you? What do I say? How do I make you feel that you trust me? To enough Trust to make one of the, the largest purchases ever in your life. And that's what I learned. So bless be heart. And this girl who's a friend of mine asked me about leaving her, her career of like years. I met her when she was in college, though so it's 10 years, something like that. And I said, this is how it works. You have to have so much money. It doesn't matter what business you're starting. If you're going to start like a Etsy store. You need fabric, you need the sewing, you need this, you need a skill set, and then you need to be able to market it. The world, there's thousands and thousands of masks online now. There weren't six months ago. So if you started six months ago, you probably made some bank off it. Mm -hmm. If you started now, you're not. You're going to make enough to pay for your stuff, but it's not going to be bank. That's just the way it is. But you have to market yourself. Why is my mask better? Why do you want to use me? If you have all of these choices, give me a mask, Patty, that makes my face not it. That's what I care about. How did they ask that question to know why do I need that mask? Mm. Everyone needs one. What my, why should mine be special? Being able to learn how to ask questions and then listen. Listening is really important. So there's three types of realtors. There's the full-time realtor, which Scott and I both are. I was always a full-time realtor. I didn't work part-time. It would have been really hard, and it's just me. 
saying that I did this with little kids. Would it have been hard with you and your children? Oh, absolutely. I could not have done this. I could not have done it. People do it. They have great support systems. But I was not in that marriage that I would have had that support system with my first ex-husband. It just wouldn't have happened. It just wouldn't have happened. I was the (laughs) income of our family. Additionally, I also provided health insurance and everything Mm -hmm. else that comes with that. It It was not an opportunity for me at the time. Had it been, I probably would have, but it wasn't at the time, so... Yeah, I would have my been second told marriage was... was completely different. <laughs> my, Here I am. My first, I always call him my, I only have one ex-husband, but I think it's funny. So I would call him my first ex-husband. But he would have been like, you're, it's a fly by night dream, Patty. It's just a dream. You need to be grounded. You need to grow up. You need to, you need to, you need to. So I met someone in real estate and I was like, oh, this is my chance. And I really love it. Like I, I lower my lifestyle in certain areas to make sure that I have the lifestyle I want as a real estate agent. So that's what we talked about. You only have so much in your pot. So you're going to put 2000 at least 2000 to start as a realtor. You have to take the class, the fingerprints, get started. And that's just to become the realtor. That's not even starting the business. That's just to get you set up in your license. So there's three kinds. The full-time, which is what we are. There's the part-time, which bless their hearts. But if you need somebody... You cannot have a part-time agent that's a dental hygienist with someone's hands Please in someone don't. else's mouth. And then the other the other parties are dangling. They're just dangling and wondering what's going on with my transaction, but you got hands in someone's mouth. I don't think you'd want a part-time accountant, lawyer. I mean, the reality is you need somebody that's in the market. And mm-hmm. by the market, I mean what's going on day in and day out. Because how did... How do you get the best price for my home if you really don't know what's happening in the market? Because your hands are in someone's mouth. Right. So I need you to be plugged in like you would an attorney or uh, an accountant or a doctor who, Mm -hmm. you know, got his license 20 years ago and has not taken continuing education or updated themselves in a way that you need to be. So I just feel like it's... It's the customer, the consumer that suffers for that. And there's some people that do it well, but typically they are part-time agents because they want to do the amount of business that they're doing, not because they've got six jobs and that. When you're learning, though, it's even... Oh, you can't... I just don't know how you learn a craft without being part of it. I I mean, if you were going to have another part-time job, we had a gal start with us beginning of COVID. So it was the very beginning. And she was part-time and she only... She waited tables early in the morning. That worked until the COVID came. And then she still tried it. I mean, she was she was invested as far as her time, but then her primary job just completely went away. So she had to go she had to go back home. Right. So if you're not But that was COVID. That, but if but you're not prepared for that. I we mean. had a complete conversation and even then I felt like I should have even been more upfront with her. But you have to know that even part time, it's gonna suck. There's there's many real estate firms across the country and locally that will not hire a part-time realtor because of the risk management. How can I I'm in trouble as the broker if you don't do your job, but I can't follow you and make sure you're doing your job because you're working with someone's hands in your mouth. And that's just an example. We had an old part-time agent, not old, but she was probably young. It was a dental hygienist and oh god, it was horrible transaction. Horrible. It's tough to do, for sure. So you have to figure that out before. So we're going to continue to talk about that. Should I want to be a realtor? Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Feel like a life's an illusion. And 
Welcome back. That's Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. That's Rufus and Chaka Khan, and it makes me want to do the white man's ever bite. Makes me want to take the pick out of my hair. <laughs> Just saying. I do like this song. You can always tell the difference between Patty's song and Scott's song. Decades. They're, they're, <laughs> Decades worth of difference. That's an easy challenge. <laughs> Although I like that same yeah, generation of music, yeah. I I just tend to listen to more current stuff. Our number is 850-656-0009, and we were talking this week. It is a real estate radio show. We do help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate. I'm an appraiser. He stages and styles homes. Talking about should you be a realtor, like everything's moving so fast. People talk about multiple offers. I'm selling so many houses. They're selling so fast. Should I should I dip it? Depends on what type of realtor you want to be, first of all. There's three kinds. There's the full-time, which we talked about, which is just you're moving in, but you better have some income because you're going to need about $2,000 at least locally, $2,000 to get started between MLS and license and lockbox and And you need everything. to not be self-reliant on that income. Like and you, then you have ha- another source or savings and income that you're not going to sit and worry about because you're going to actually go do your job. We treat real estate like a job. So we are there like lately, lately I'm aging. So I'm getting up at six 30, but I get, it's awful to me. I don't even like talk about it. So it's six 30. So I'm at work by eight and I'm at work till probably eight o'clock at night, but I love it. So it's not a bad thing. It's just, I'm able to put the time in because if I don't work today, then four months from now, You're our numbers will suffer. Right. Same. So it's not today numbers. It's for, you know, so I, everything I'm doing today is building on February. Yeah, that's the way we've always been. I mean, that's... Because you have to. You have to run it like a business. Correct. Like, I don't have... Every every day, there's homes being bought and sold. And if I, my name isn't on the listing or with the buyer agent, then I'm not in business. Yeah. I mean, like we were saying at the break and wasn't on the show, but... You have to be self-reliant, and you absolutely have got to be in a situation where you treat it like a business. But it's hard to do that alone. So when you are getting into this with someone, you have to be in a in a good relationship for it to work. We can't talk about commission because there's RESPA. We can talk about bananas. Mm. So let's say you sell a house and you get 3,000 bananas, and then the broker wants some bananas because they're hungry. So they're going to take so many bananas. So you'll see a new agent will come through and go, what's my split with the bananas? How many bananas am I getting? And I'm like, huh? You're not getting any because you didn't work. So if you don't get something, you're not working, you get zero. So the way it works. But and if, if you screw up, you get zero sometimes. True. And if, but <laughs> if you're coming in to this and you're expecting to get the same bananas as a top producer, you're, you're not just getting not getting the, the same, same bananas. bananas. You've got to pay to learn the craft. It's not just the payment up front. To get your license, if you're not willing to suffer a little bit at the beginning, I do not think you can get to be where you need to be. That is my opinion. It's an 88% fallout rate right now with real estate. Fallout within two years. If you've made it over two years, you're making it. Finally, I make it. The average realtor (laughs) only makes $45,000 a year. That's it. And the average realtor is a 58-year-old white female. That's average. And those stats just came out from the National Association of Realtors. So if you're making a regular job where you're making easily more than 45000 you better have a really strong Rolodex to be able to do this. Because it's going to take you three to four years, unless you're really special. You have some special, special attribute like Scott does to be able to say, I'm going to make one fifty out of the... You're not. We, not here in Tallahassee. In LA, you may, because you only have to sell a house. 
one house. Derek Jeter's house is $29 million in Tampa. That agent, the listing agent, gets $795,000. But he didn't start yesterday. No. that's He had to work his way up, and there's probably a team of people, and all those people need paid, and so on and so on. I think most people start, you know, they have that conversation with you. What do you want to make? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I really thought I was going to make what I used to make. I am fortunate enough to be able to do that, but I do not think that I am the norm with regards to that. So if people no, are coming, the average is forty five. Right, so, well, and I think that that average means there's a lot of people like us, and then there's a lot of people making nothing. So if you're in that segment that is nothing or a little bit more, that's a rough, rough, rough start. I mean, you have to be prepared for that. Top ten percent of realtors sell seventy five houses or more. That's it. Top ten percent. Yeah. So 75 houses, I did that as a with a, strictly as a buyer's agent. I worked on a team, and I did, I mean, all I had. So that's 75 individual transactions. I felt like I was going to die, but that was top 10%. It's a lot. As a listing agent, it's easier because you're not driving your car around with people. But I did 75 buyer's agents. So it, that's given me a nice Rolodex to be able to move forward. But you have to be willing to put in the time, one way or the other, buyers or listings, to be able to do that. The third option we're talking about, would you like to be a realtor and what's that cost, is the referral agent. So somebody back in the 70s said, hey, if I give you a name, will you give me 25% of your bananas? And they said, sure. And a whole industry was born. Right. So I told my friend. This might be with something you want to do. Because most people don't realize that that's the only way you can get a referral payment. Yeah. Is that you need to be a realtor in order to get that. You could be an inactive realtor, couldn't you? You have to be active. That's so why they have referral can, companies. So you can be active. At you, the time of the transaction. That's what I meant. Yeah. So you can be inactive after the fact. But at the time of the transaction, so you can be active. But that's the only way that we are able to pay referral so there's inactive agents there are people that aren't really working they might be retired but they want to do their ceos and they're just inactive they just chose not to give up the license and then there's the active agents which are us you you don't have to sell even one home a year to remain active no you don't but you do if you're a sales associate which is the lower level before broker if you're going to put your license with somebody who's a broker that has mls then you have to do all of those things like join mls and do all that stuff that's the two thousand dollars if you want to get your license and go under a referral company, those companies are not uh, members of the MLS, um, and then you can do it, and they won't have any fees. So that's what I talked to her about. So a referral, so say she has a nice Rolodex, which she does because she's already referred her friends and family to me. So then, so then this is what I get to do because now you have that license, I can give you 25% of my bananas mm-hmm. because you gave me the name. All you have to do is give me the name. You don't have to do anything else. 25% of the bananas. Right. And I'm like, um, that's a nice little Disney check. That's great for people who... So that's what she's going to think about. ...are looking for some income and don't want to be actively in. Or to show home. So you have friends... I had friends that were teachers locally at elementary school. I mean, they know hundreds of people by the time their tenure is done, sure. right? But this is what she did. So she was a referral agent for a couple realtors in town. And she got them a lot of business. It worked out. And then when she was ready... She was done teaching. She had she maintained that contact with all of those people in that Rolodex that she'd already sent to other agents, which is really hard to do, because now you've handed off an agent, your friends and family, to mm-hmm. an agent, and now you're going to ask them to come back to you. So you really have to be able to dance. Yeah, that and would... she did it. She's a great agent here in town, and she taught me this. 
Good. I mean, so, I mean, I think there's three ways to go. There's local referral companies here in town, and then there's national, Florida. I mean, national, that, that's all they do. And then there's like a, a usually a yearly fee because they have to send out the 1099 and do the accounting. So there is going to be, still be a fee, but it's going to be generally 100% of so, the So bananas. you have to be a licensed realtor. You just you do. don't have to actively perform as a realtor. We can't even do like – I had to struggle with this in the beginning – even though I took the class, I didn't understand why I couldn't give you a, a case of beer as a thank you gift because you can't. It's just a rule that I just had to come accustomed to. You know, cars and, and timeshare, you can do whatever you want. But this was very different and you right. can't. So I can't give you, oh, thank you. So here's a case of. Yeah, I, I you think. You can get in trouble. Well, I think people often think that, which is why we always give three references, whether it be, you know, your. Your mortgage, whether it be your appraisal, yeah. not your appraisal, but your uh, inspections. I mean, people think we're getting paid for that. And we're, mm-hmm. It's not. I don't have, I'm not invested in whoever you choose. I'm just giving you some alternatives. Right. Yeah, so we can't refer and then to a non-agent. We can refer out of state. So, like, if someone, your daughter, were to buy a house in North Carolina, we can refer out of state and get paid. But if I went to Pennsylvania to help my daughter buy a house, I wouldn't get paid. Correct. If they paid me, it would be illegal for me to accept and for them to give. Right. So I can't do that. You have to sit where you're at. I think the biggest challenge also for people, it's not just the idea of salesmanship, but it is that they believe that the class is what they're going to do. I know. It is so not that way. It's not. So not. It has nothing to do with it. I know, but they really believe like. That's why having a mentor afterwards. So, so important because I'm an appraiser. I had to be an appraiser. You have to do two years under. So Florida Association of Realtors and National are very strong lobbies. But as an appraiser, we don't have lobbies. And you have two, two and a half years under an appraiser to become an appraiser. Hmm. I wish it was that way. I mean, it should. you should want it to be that way if you're go- coming into this business anyways. But if you don't. It would make it a lot more professional. Yeah. Well, I think so for sure. Mm-hmm. And the dropout rate. I mean, may so not many hours. I don't mean just years, tenure. I'm talking about the hours that you have to put in. Truth. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, stick with us. Do you want to be a realtor? 850 Welcome back, Patty. Well, so Patty's Playhouse, we're talking about do you want to be a realtor? Scott and I are both real estate agents. Yep. I think the question is what type of realtor you want to be if you want to be a realtor. Full-time, part-time, please don't. I, just, I don't like it. it. I think it hurts the industry and it hurts the person trying to do it. And then there's the referral agent. So the referral agent just sits there that's a better happy way in to their be job. Part-time. Yeah, that's just a much goes better and way gets to people. Be part-time. I mean, there's some people that are really clever with it. They do little websites. They do a lot of stuff. I also think that a lot of people believe that when they get into this, that who they think their friends are, they're going to use them. I know. I mean, that's like if you don't have tough skin in this industry, it's going to be a rough ride. Yeah, everyone's like, my family's going to. How many? Mm, uh, Yeah. Not the way it works. And if they do, 
you have to really it's it's tough it's a dance in that regard too i mean it really is it's tough even if your friends refer you to their parents yep i mean that's a challenge where you have to walk you, every all of this like is referring a dance. somebody to do your hair and then they screw your hair up yeah you're done i mean they fry your hair and your hair falls out right <laughs> That is not a personal personal experience because I don't don't dye my hair. I referred a friend to someone and that's what happened. But I I frequently have a haircut. (laughs) I do. But my hair is pretty resilient, so I wouldn't worry about it. (laughs) I would. My hair takes forever to grow back. So I don't. But if you did that and you get that, so you have to be confident in the people that you're referring to. My sister, Teresa, says we're using our hands a lot. I always (laughs) use my hands I know, but she thinks it's more than, so I'm I'm tucking. Oh, okay. I'm going to tuck (laughs) What are you on RuPaul's Drag Race? <laughs> I'm going to talk and okay. see if it works out, if I can handle it. So, pardon my shoulders in Facebook world, but right. mm-hmm. this looks like that's what I'm doing. This looks like you're bored now. <laughs> I'm just like I could do this. I, I tend do. to use my hands. But the seats for, are so uh, uncomfortable. I can't. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> They're really uncomfortable. They're really uncomfortable. It's like the sofa on Friends. They always said, you know, it looks so lush. That sofa, that I never, I never felt that way. And they said it was so uncomfortable. It looked uncomfortable to me. But I'm like, this is these chairs. If you ever come in, I apologize in advance. So, yeah, we were talking about being a realtor. So the referral, you just give me names and I get to pay you when it's done. That would be a whole lot easier. And if you have a bunch of realtors Especially if you're going to be part-time, why wouldn't you be part-time in that regard? That's even better money. It's easy. I don't have to worry about it. You don't do anything. Right. So I don't know why more wouldn't do that. Because being a part-time agent, I just don't know. If I were to retire, that's what I would do. Like, say say something happens and I have to go up north. Like, I don't know. I would just refer to Scott. I wouldn't try to be in 12 places at one time. That would be hard to do. I don't believe in wearing two horses. What is it? Riding two horses with one ass. Not my favorite. I've never heard that before. Oh, you never that have? That would be difficult. I thought I made it up. I think you did make it up. <laughs> no, I mean, because think about it. I mean, when you're when you're the dental hygienist or the waitress or whatever job, I mean, you're riding to, and then you have a family. They are. The thing, Sorry. But back back to the part-time <laughs> versus, yeah. you know, that. You have kids, part, you have a job. what they are doing is using their Rolodex. So why, the handoff is not always very seamless. So I get that because not everybody's going to relate to you, not meaning you, but another person, the way they're relating to their dental mm-hmm. hygienist. But you need to find people. So I would have multiple multiple people, which, which also works for us because not everybody who likes me is going to like you and vice versa. I mean, we get along with who we get along with, but that's what makes the world go around. Yeah, there's people that flat out said, I would prefer to work with Scott or they've said that and we don't care. Because no, it's not about it's about a bigger mission. I, I mean, I don't want to say it's the right word, but it's about a bigger picture for both of us, for our vision of for our sure. company, as well as we're not going to get offended by that. That's just not our personality. No, but you got to have tough skin. You do have to have tough gonna skin. You're going to be offended that you know your brother-in-law is now using that top tough. producer Susie versus you, who's yeah. never sold a house, and they and they don't tell that's you why. Be a if they don't want to tell you why, they're not going to use you. And sometimes, sometimes people choose not to use me. So they'll say, uh, we went with a different, that's fine. I'm always congratulating you because I'm going to be there on the back end because I'll be darned if I don't have better follow-up than just about anyone else. I mean, that's what I sit and do all day is write thank you notes and 
It's follow-up, follow-up, follow-up. And that's the other part of the sales. It's a sales business. You get that one lead. That's fantastic. A lead is somebody who just calls out of the blue. You don't know them from Adam. You don't certainly want to meet them in a vacant home. But after that, you have to follow-up, follow-up, follow-up. Yeah, so I should apologize to most of my customers because I really (laughs) don't do a good job with that. But I get a lot of referrals because I do a good job. Mm-hmm. So that is also important. But you do follow up after, but it's I not follow as up. Form, I stay, it's not I'm, formulaic I don't, I'm not the way in the I office. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I don't have a systematic approach. Yeah. Where I have to, because I will forget. I have to sit there and like, oh, that's their name. This is their birthday. This is their, re-. like, I, I want to congratulate people. I, I tend love to see doing my it. people more because I'm out. Yeah. Like I'm literally and I'm typically doing their house after they've moved or whatnot anyway. Yeah. So. so there is follow-up. It's just a different kind. But unless you do kind. that, like, I'm I'm not going to – you you may you may be there on that end, but I'm going to be on this end. I'm going to be there the next time. Yeah, but if you think that your best friend, Bob, is not best friends with three other realtors – At least 10. You should, you should really rethink that. At least 10. Yeah. Everybody. Everyone. So uh, – so. I mean, there's how many realtors are in Tallahassee? Like 19. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. 200,000 and like almost 2,000 agents. So that's 1% of the population. And, is a right? Realtor. And hopefully, you uh, can't move. hopefully, most of those are referral based. And that's the other challenge is it's saturated. So if you're thinking of going into real estate, and it won't be this year because rates are going to stay low, but if there is a contra- contraction, that's when you go in. When all the other little realtors scurry out, they all fall out. That's why I like it. I'm not hoping a contraction for anyone because we all want a place to live no, and to make money. Sure. I mean, we I know how to make money in both situations. That's my point. Yeah, you have to be able to I should say to be malleable. Mm-hmm. Malleable. Yeah. And yeah. learn how to actually sell the product and sell yourself, so to speak. <laughs> I mean, back ha- to our promo. You have to. If you're if you're not, it would be challenging. I just can't believe there's that many people out currently that are interested in get like to me it's kind of like the mask if i was looking at getting into the mask business i would not at this moment things things have kind of are hot and heavy right so in this industry there's very limited homes to sell and it it would be unrealistic to jump in and think that you're a going to get those homes to sell and b get the buyers because you've got to be able to secure the house. There's not a lot of homes. If you're not in the industry and mm-hmm. I get, you know, Jane Doe with XYZ Company calling me versus a top producer, I'm going to be concerned that the person will not be able to get the deal done versus another agent who's in it. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, exactly. so, there's not so there's not enough out there to really... Would, you have to hustle. Right. That's so, the name of this show. Is hustle. If you don't hustle in real estate and be there, oh, Mr. So-and-so called, and that's what I told my friend. I'm like, you're there with your little children. You, you can only have so much balance in the world. It's riding two horses with one behind. That balance goes away. You have a $10,000 check that's supposed to come to you on the 28th of the month for 10,000 bananas, and your kids want to have dinner, but if you don't respond by 6 o'clock, then your client doesn't get the house where do you go? That's kind of my point on all that. Like, it, and as the listing agent, which typically we are in most cases, um, you do more buyers and I do more listings. But I, I 
would need to be working with someone where there was a fluidity about it and that I felt that they could do their side of the transaction. So if you're jumping in, I don't know that you're going to do real well because I think that other agents who are in it would not see that as a great thing. We just had one that closes on Tuesday and the owner of the home told my clients in front of me that the reason why he chose our offer, which was less than the the other offers, there were multiple offers, was because of how it was written and because it was me. Yeah. I mean, that's very important. So if you're And it was less it was less money. But I presented the terms, the packaging in such a way that it made it very attractive for him, so that's what he took. I I think that there's but if you're jumping into this you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. So how to write a clause in a contract that doesn't make you look like you're writing as an attorney. Not everything not everything for people that are selling is about money and vice versa. It really comes down to you know, the art of the deal. The money that you know you're going to get versus the money that you may get. Correct. And I would prefer to know that I'm getting something than to not know. I don't, I don't, I want something to go to closing. I don't, the offer is the offer. You can get through that. It doesn't matter if not all that other Correct. stuff, if they can't afford it and they really didn't like it, it was the fifth on their list, not the first. Right. You got to work through that. Do more so. up front. Bless your heart. If you choose to be a realtor, give us a call. 850-656-0009. It's Patty Wilson has got Coward House Talk with a happy ending. Every time. Leave tomorrow behind.